the convergence of telemedicine, personal health tech, and AI. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Dr. Jason Hollick, Chief Medical Officer, SOC Telemed. Welcome, Jason. Thank you, Tanya. It's great what is to be here. SOC? Well, yeah, of course. What, what is it that you do at uh, SOC Telemed? Well, at SOC Telemed, uh, we started in uh, telemedicine as a physician practice about 15 years ago, uh, providing critical specialists to hospitals uh, that need them when they're in short supply. It started with teleneurology, it moved into telepsychiatry uh, shortly after that, and in the last uh, five or six years, we've added uh, telecritical care, which is having great importance during uh, coronavirus. But we realized about five years ago that there wasn't a system out there that could match the patient's needs uh, to the uh, most appropriate available doctor real time on either a, a regional level or, or, or at national scale. So we had to go out and build a technology platform to be able to do that. It serves our physician group now, but also serves many other hospitals, health systems, and uh, physician groups around the country, uh, matching the patient's needs uh, to the specialist needed uh, real time. Give us a brief overview of your vision of telemedicine. Well, I think, uh, you know, if you, if you look back, uh, I'll use an analogy with, um, with a, uh, the first movies. Uh, at first, uh, you know, th uh, theater was done on a stage. And in the first black and white movies, they basically took a camera and put it in front of the stage and filmed what was going on there. And then they realized, hey, we can move the camera around and we can do different things. And, and movies got really interesting. Uh, and now you see everything that's done with uh, CGI and it's just completely different. Uh, it's much the same way in, in telemedicine. It started very much as a point-to-point -point interaction. Uh, then through the availability of, of mobile carts and other technology, uh, doctors are able to go just about anywhere in the hospital and into patients' homes. Now the piece that's coming into play that's gonna really uh, be a game changer and keep us healthy is the interaction of uh, wearables and, and home health technology, uh, as well as uh, you know, artificial intelligence and predictive analytics. Artificial intelligence could be, uh, it's already being used in, in critical care settings to predict the patients that are the sickest or are at risk of getting, getting sicker so we can intervene earlier. And it's doing the same thing at home with wearables. If you can upload that data, where it can be reviewed, um, well, first, uh, you know, through some automated, uh, you know, intelligence, be reviewed to predict who's at risk for getting sicker or need an intervention, and then be able to make the interaction between the patient and a nurse or a doctor, whoever they need to, to see, that's where it's really going to change uh, things in the future. What steps do you see healthcare industry in, uh, as a whole, and, and maybe even the consumer tech industry, have to, to bring this closer to reality, to make this more of a real thing that we're, that we're in need of right now, in fact? Well, in the past, a lot of this data, uh, you know, existed in silos, and now with, uh, you know, interoperability, um, if you can share that data with the right um, entity, uh, you can get the help you need or intervention you need or um, even, um, you, know, you know, connect with doctors uh, when, when you would need to. 
uh, based on, you know, trends of, you know, either your, uh, your heart rates going up or blood pressures changing, uh, and that can notify your doctor or an available doctor. And so really once systems talk to each other more in a defined manner is when we're able to really change, change outcomes for patients. Will government regulators play a role in any of this? Well, they will. Um, you know, the first is, you know, we really need better access uh, for patients, you know, with broadband and things like that to make, to make a lot of this happen. Uh, that's changing. Um, the ability for physicians uh, to practice across state lines is something that's changed during COVID-19. You know, but post-COVID, we're hoping for more of a national licensing standard that allows doctors to help more patients without these artificial state walls. Uh, that exist today. But what we've seen is telemedicine is really, it, it, in the last um, two months, um, based on the COVID-19 crisis, it's really tearing down the four walls of the hospital. And it's also torn down the four walls of, of doctor's offices. But we need the support uh, of the government. Uh, also, you know, they legislated payment uh, for services, which largely hadn't been there before. Will HIPAA regulations, will those need to evolve also? Uh, not much. I think a, a lot of the temporary uh, HIPAA restrictions that were dropped were, were based on, on video technology. Uh, but right now, you know, nothing is typically recorded on, on, on either end. Um, but where, where the information uh, travels through with data and, and, and servers has, has got to be HIPAA compliant. So I think as we come out of this, uh, many companies providing video technology We'll, we'll step that up to make it more uh, HIPAA compliant. Patients are very comfortable using it and have uh, you know, very little concern uh, that, their, that their interaction, uh, as long as they're assured it's not being recorded, uh, would be used anywhere. But I think some, some additional um, things will need to change post-COVID. So when might we see this convergence actually begin or, or has it really already started? Oh, it's definitely already started. Um, you know, many patients uh, of all age groups have, have wearable technology and are learning how to use that. Uh, right now, they're able to share that information with their doctor, uh, but it's really written down or printed or, or you know, I, I'm a practicing emergency physician also, and they share it with me all the time. Uh, what's gonna change is it'll directly be able to go into their personal health record uh, and no one's going to have to look at it or write it down. It'll just be there uh, for the doctor when they see the patient. And that's happening now, but I could see within the next one to two years, that's really going to, to explode. Dr. Jason Hollick, Chief Medical Officer, SOC Telemed. If somebody wants to connect with you, Jason, what's the best way they can do that? Uh, they can certainly go to our website, socTelemed.com, and uh, you know you can access me or uh, members of our team there. Thanks again, Jason. And find more of my Thank interviews you. right here or go to tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.